We'll get right into the show in just a minute, but first, most of the time, I don't recommend that anybody listen to any podcast except The Brad Johnson Show, because, let's just be honest, most podcasts out there are hashtag loserly to the extreme. But I have recently found and discovered and come across and uh, discovered some other podcasts that are not that loserly. They are actually pretty winnerly, and I want to introduce you to them in their own words right here. Hello and welcome to Birth Your Vision podcast series. I'm your host, Hannah Kukulii. I coach and I mentor aspiring female entrepreneurs who have dreams and aspirations, but struggle with lack of clarity and clear vision. I help them to gain and develop confidence to build their dream business. I am the founder of All Women's Network, a platform that empowers women with confidence building, personal development workshops, and networking connections, which supports and also enriches, inspires women professionally through our mentoring and entrepreneurial skills coaching program. We host monthly networking, virtual events, and annual women in business conferences. And the purpose of this podcast is going to be about business and lifestyle. The aim is to actually provide support for women in business as well as aspiring female entrepreneurs to get inspiration, advice, strategies, and tips in growing their business. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It has been a while since we have done a burning question episode. And I feel so bad because there are literally people who have ignited because their burning question has not been answered and therefore they just burn up and they are no longer with us, which is, you know, sad. But there was nothing I could do about it because we had other content to get out there. But now, Ladies and gentlemen, we are getting to your burning questions. So let us do this thing right now. Hit it, James. The Brad Johnson Show. I'm turning losers like you into winners like me. You're about to enter the winning zone. Oh, I could not be more stoked, ladies and gentlemen, to be myself, which is me, Brad Johnson, here on The Brad Johnson Show, your host with the most, and uh, my assistant to the host, James Kirkland. Welcome. I'm the assistant host. And to the Brad Johnson Show. Um, yeah, so burning questions, James, it's been a while. Um, I, I don't like going this long between burning questions. It, it can be a health hazard for some people. Definitely. Uh, especially as it starts to get warmer and drier, uh, it's really hazardous to have so many burning questions just, you know, sitting in your, in your bosom waiting to be answered. I don't think that is where questions sit, but, uh, point taken. So, ladies and gentlemen, you have sent in questions. I have thought of answers. Actually, I, honestly, I didn't do much thinking on these answers. Um, actually, very did very, pretty much none. Actually, no, no thinking really at all. But uh, you know, that's the awesomeness of being me is that I don't even have to think about these type of questions yeah. to get you awesome answers. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm doing it. I'm doing this this answering of these questions for my brand new mini elliptical. Uh, like uh, it's a, 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 a bike desk is basically what it is so i can exercise while i'm at my desk because i don't know if you know this james but standing is the new cancer mm, yeah the people have thought for the longest time that standing desks were enough to keep you from dying but it's actually no. proven that it's almost as bad as sitting so there had yeah. to be an, another step away from uh, instant death literally a step except it's a pedal which is kind of like a step because it moves you in a direction but this is stationary so i am i'm pedaling away right now as we record this podcast um it, i tell you i i feel i i always feel amazing but right now i feel more than amazing which that is kind of like my normal self 
Oh yeah, t- totally. Um, but yeah, I love this this new bike desk. Um, it's yeah, it just keeps the blood moving, and uh, yeah, I think it's definitely it's it, it may have even made me handsomer. I'm not sure, but uh, I, I think I think it has. I'm actually thinking, James, of, of upgrading to the Harley Davidson uh, model on this this bike desk. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah, go for the sporty I, version. Oh, I think it would be amazing. Um, I like the one that I have, but I, I think the Harley would, would be awesome. And the nice thing about it too is that like you don't even have to pedal um, oh, wow. on, on that on that bike desk, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, I've actually I've been experimenting a little bit with uh, kind of toning my arms with uh, just pedaling with my arms while I'm working huh. instead of um, my feet. Huh. So. What, but what about when you need to type? Like you're using your hands for the pedals. Like how do you? <laughs> oh. Uh, well, uh, you know, obviously, I, I, you know, I type with, I type with my feet when, when that happens, you know, it's not a big deal. Huh. Um, anyway, okay. so let's, uh, let's get into these, uh, these burning questions, uh, people, uh, you've sent in your questions, I have answers, and I'm going to give them to you right now. If you want to have, if you're not on this, this episode, but you'd like to be, uh, with your question, it is an honor, and it's not one that I bestow lightly, but it's one that I bestow heavily upon people. And uh, if that's you, if that's what, if you want to do that, then all you got to do is send an email to, tell them where to send it there, uh, James. Of course, the, uh, the email address is bradjohnsonshow at gmail.com. That's where you want to send them. That's where you're going to get your answers from. And that's how your life is going to be changed. Yeah, totally. So people, you're, I can't change your life if you don't get in touch with me. And the best way to do that is bradjohnsonshow at gmail.com. All right, James, hit me with this first question. I am, I'm so ready to put out these fires. Let's do it. All right. So our first one is, is on a topic we've, we've discussed in the past about animals. So here we go. How do I market a business in the exotic animal hobby space? Uh, yeah, yeah. I like this question. Uh, that is that is so niche, and you know what I always say about niching, James. Yeah, niching is the most dynamic way uh, to use something that you're passionate about to take other people's money. Uh, well, it's just to create money, uh, basically out of thin air. Uh, but yeah, so uh, if you are in the exotic animal hobby space, I, I would want to know a few more details. Are, are we talking? Are we talking lions? Um, I mean, what what kind of exotic animals are we talking about here? Right, I mean, that's the first step. And is it are they talking about um, exotic animal hobbies like um, you know stitching tigers or uh, you know sewing exotic animals? Like, is that what they're talking about, or are they talking about live animals? Yeah, there's a lot of ambiguity in this in this question, which people, if you're going to send in a question to the Brad Johnson show, please be specific. I mean, I'm amazing and I can definitely read between the lines, but this question, it, it's on one line. So I don't know, like there's there's no lines to read between exactly. because there's only one. Okay, so um, yeah, but um, I'll do my best, which is definitely a lot. Uh, but basically what I would say, your marketing needs to be to your niche, okay? Because the the business that you have is niche, therefore it makes sense to send the marketing of that niche to the niche so are you, that you are trying to reach. Are you saying that we should be marketing to the animals themselves? Is that what I'm hearing? You, no, probably not. Um, most animals that I've run into cannot read, uh, which is generally, although, you know, if you're doing video marketing, then uh, there might be something to say for that, for sure. Uh, let's see. Um, and monkeys can type, yeah, I, so there's that. Th- yes, um, but 
typically you don't market to someone who types back to you. That's not usually how marketing works. Believe me, I, I know how marketing works. So I would say the best way to do it is probably, um, I'd, I call it guerrilla marketing, but I think that could be a little confusing if you're you know doing something with like lions or something. I think the lions would probably eat the gorillas. So let's just call it uh, a ground pound marketing. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Basically, I would just get out there with your exotic animal. That's like the best marketing you can do. I mean, it's like, can you imagine just walking down the street, James, right now, if we left left the mansion right now and went, walked down the street with a, a Bengal tiger? I mean, yeah. how much attention would that get? We wouldn't have to market. That markets itself. Exactly. You just literally set out a place for people to drop money as they go by. It's, it's not that hard. <laughs> No, and uh, uh, another um, another consideration is uh, kind of joining in with uh, a zoo. So you kind of do the the I call it the Starbucks method. It was actually something I came up with, but then uh, Starbucks stole it from me. But it's basically um, you figure out where the absolute perfect place is, and then you put your business there. And then other businesses are like, oh, that business knows a lot of stuff, and they put a business there. Therefore, I should put a business there because that smart business put a business there. Okay, that makes mm. sense. So you, you look where other exotic animal hobby type people are, and then you go there and do that. Gotcha. So so close to zoos is probably a good idea. Pet stores, that type of a thing. Now, exactly. A quick question about about the animal side of it. Let's say that you have an exotic animal, but it doesn't have a great personality. What do you do then? Uh, is there a way you can make the animal more interesting? You know, um, again, it depends on the animal. I mean there's only so much personality you can force into like a piranha or something like that. I mean, they, they have their limits. Um, if we're talking, you know, like a chimp or something like that, you got some, probably some better options. Um, I would say you can never go wrong with a Tony Robbins conference. Okay. You, even for animals. Okay. Excellent. We'll, that, we'll keep that, that in mind. That guy just gets in your brain. Okay. He's kind of like me in that way. You know, I, I, <laughs> He tried to learn from me, I think is, is what we could say, but you know, you can only go so far anyway. All right. So that's enough of that <laughs> people. Let's, uh, let's get another question and remember to be more specific, please. Thank you. All right. Next question. How do you determine content quality versus quantity? <laughs> oh my goodness. Ah, uh, uh, okay. This really shouldn't be a question. <laughs> no, obvious. it should not be a question ever. Okay. People yeah. obvious. Um, so obvious that there's never an either or there's always an and also okay that's what i that's what i always say there's never an either or there's always an and also altogether okay mm. you don't want that that dichotomy which is a, a very fancy word for saying um two things and the etymology of that is very fascinating uh, we'll take time to get into it right now but uh, basically um, well, I guess it's super interesting. So dichotomy basically means, um, so the die is like rolling a dice, okay, but only one. So if you have a dichotomy, then you roll one dice, but it gives you an answer. And the dichotomy part is um, like a, a Latin word for I didn't like that result. So then you roll it again. Mm. So then you have two rolls and you get to choose between the two. But yeah. that's not good because you don't want that that one or the other choice. And that's where we come up with the concept of content Yahtzee, where you just, you roll those, the dice of content and you, as many times as you need to until something hits. So that's where your quantity is, is important because you, you only get the quality through creating a massive quantity because, you know, one in every 
20 of your posts, you know, really pops off and gets really popular, then you've got both the quantity and the quality because you have one really good post out of, you know, however many. Yeah, and that that's kind of what most people have to do. I think, you know, if you took the hashtag Brad Johnson video course, <laughs> then you wouldn't have to worry about that because boom, you could just knock it out every time and you get quality and then you just have quality, 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 quality like over and over again and then you get quantity, but the quality is quantity and the quantity is quality all at the same time. So you get that all together and type of situation. All right, there we go, people. Don't, don't box yourself in with an either or ever. Don't do it. You can either do that or you can succeed. Okay. That's what it boils down to. All right. Next question. All right. This one is for authors. How can fiction writers expand their audience and get more book sales? Hmm. Okay. Um, I think, again, this person asking this question, uh, very, very poorly asked question. Um, I'm a little disappointed, uh, but it was what I was ex- expecting as well. Uh, but basically, you don't you don't want to increase your sales of just the book. Okay, you're setting your sights too low if that's what you're doing. Okay, I don't care if it's a fiction book. Um, you need to be following the example of of amazing authors like me who have you know taken a fiction book and basically used the same marketing that I would for my one of my nonfiction books, and I create a course around it. I create, you know, a speaking tour around it. I create a conference series around it. I create, you know, video tutorials around a fiction book and people don't even know what's happening, but it's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. And, and another thing I would say is that personally, I would, I would steer away from writing fiction. Um, oftentimes people talk about fiction and nonfiction. Why, why not just write truth books? You know, instead of arguing about whether or not it's fiction or fact or whatever, just just write truth books so that people buy it and they know that all the content is 100% accurate and uh, true. Uh, well, as a fiction author myself, um, successful fiction author myself, I can just say that um, fiction is a, is a way to express the creativeness of you, uh, where nonfiction, um, you, you can definitely be creative and stuff, but, but is there that, are limitations. So. Is that creativity fictional, though, if, if it's in a fictional book? Well, I think for a lot of people, it would be fictional because they just think that their book is okay, but it's not, okay? I was just I'm just being honest, okay? That's what you're paying me for. Um, but this is a free podcast. But uh, I, yeah, so when I was writing my uh, three novels, so I, if people have listened to the show, you know, NaNoWriMo this last year, <laughs> totally baller move, just completely knocked out an entire novel. It was amazing. Um, and then I was just like, this is so good. I got to keep going. So boom, another novel within the next month and boom, another novel within the next month. Okay. So um, now I've got three. That's a trilogy, people. That's what in the biz we call a trilogy. That means three books all about the same thing, but slightly different in telling a story throughout all of them. And um, if you want to read them, people, um, I, definitely get in touch with me. Uh, James, you've, you've checked out the, the books. It's, uh, it's life-changing for fiction. Definitely, yeah. And, and just look forward to the, to the film adaptations of those. Um, I think if we decided that if we sell uh, the 10 million, you know, base 10 million copies per book then we'll definitely be looking into the the film adaptation of it so keep your eye out for that yeah uh you were doing some outreach i think the other day to uh michael michael bay uh, yeah like, uh, he's yeah he's we're, we're, we're you know absolutely connected i think yeah. and um 
casual conversation with him or whatever. It's going to be amazing, amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, yeah, so people, if you want to check those out, they are real. Um, a lot of people think that I'm just, you know, putting it out for there for the podcast, but they are 100% legitimately real books that are amazing. And um, they're actually, uh, it's they're, they're called the, the Desmond Dirk books, and I wrote them all, and they're amazing, and you need to check them out. So get in touch with me. Um, but yeah, you, it would change your life. They're, they're the best fiction books ever written. But enough about that. It is time now, ladies and gentlemen, for a segment that we it has been far too long since we have done a wellness well. So you are probably sick and dying, and I'm here to rescue you from that with my good pal, my partner in healthy crime, Sky. Welcome, Sky, back to the wellness well. Man, <laughs> ah, this uh, is so good to be here. So good to be here. Brad, it's always a pleasure to be with you. Uh, the wellness well is is full. It's overflowing with goodness for anyone that is willing to step up to it. Uh, you don't have to dip in too far to get such uh, amazing uh, moisture and nourishment from it. Yeah, definitely. And definitely, you know, leave your plastic straw at home. You can just drink straight from your mouth with from the well. It's that full. Uh, Sky, you know, uh, something I pride myself on the Brad Johnson show is just completely being on top of things. We are releasing this episode and it is just going to just hit perfectly timed as always for Cinco de Mayo which <laughs> I'm so stoked about this holiday that means so much to so many people and uh, you've got some healthy recipes for us I do indeed um, there are some amazing ways you can celebrate this awesome holiday uh, with some really unique recipes that are not only uh, delicious but also nutritious and um, uh, gracious to the earth wow that sounds amazing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I do. I do just love this holiday. I think it's uh, there's there's so much to it that most people don't realize. And uh, uh, yeah, you know, maybe you could just kind of give people a little bit of a history uh, lesson on the on the holiday before we jump into these recipes, guy. Well, it definitely um, it definitely has its origins in uh, Hispanic history, um, mm -hmm. but we're talking more about the food aspect. So uh, really, yeah. we've written our own history uh, of Cinco de Mayo. Um, recently, we've created these new recipes uh, that really celebrate uh, what we think Cinco de Mayo uh, should be about, which is food and people and culture and being healthy and loving the earth. Because really, yeah, that's what every holiday should do. Uh, and, you know, it's just so much rich history in what you just said there and i think like uh, people really take that to heart you know think about it um and what cinco de mayo means to you and to um the food that you eat so let's jump right in here sky i just i love these i can't wait to try these out i'm gonna have my personal chef get right on these of course so some of these might be a little uh, repulsive to people but oftentimes the more repulsive the item uh the more uh, healthy it is for you so the first item we have are um liver tacos um, so these are, these are not for your liver. These are made of liver. Uh, so nice. you're going to need to find, uh, some bison or, uh, uh, possibly turkey liver. Uh, those two are the best, um, ingredients for this, for this dish. Nice. Ha! That will take your tacos to a whole nother level. You have no idea. Okay. Um, Scott, the, the guacamole thing, that, that blew my mind. I, I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about guacamole the way that you talked about guacamole. 
Yeah, so one of my favorite ways of celebrating Zigo de Mayo is remembering animals uh, and how helpful they can be to us and how, how helpful we can be to them. Uh, and that's why we create our, our horseradish guacamole. Um, <clears throat> a lot of times guacamole is is kind of mushy and flavorless. So the horseradish um, guacamole is much more flavorful. It's much more powerful. And it's really simple to make. Uh, you just take horseradish and add some uh, green food coloring. And it's it's just so good for you. Wow. Nice. Love it. Okay. So the next one, <laughs> chips. Like, okay. So most people don't think of chips as being like super great for you. But you have a little twist on these that <laughs> just makes my heart, my healthy heart sing. Yeah. So there's a couple of different ways you could approach making uh, a unique take on chips. Um but the, but the best one is going to be uh, using charcoal powder, okay? Mm. Uh, charcoal is a fantastic thing for your skin. Um, so I guess that doesn't really help you eat it. But the fact is you can make uh, charcoal chips um, that are very dark. Uh, you can use them to draw with if you want, but they're also um, edible as well. Nice. And, and most of that, it's just pretty much the same chip recipe, but then you just cook them to the point where like you get that get that good healthy activated charcoal exactly and if you're if you're not uh into making the powder itself and purifying it and all that you could just burn a log and and scrape off some of the wood from it and it has the same effect love it love it <laughs> sky this is amazing um yeah one more let's just hit one more all right so the bonus one is going to be Grasshoppers. Uh, once again, another one that might be a little repulsive to some people. Uh, but let me tell you, if you can catch one of these guys, um, you probably won't regret eating it uh, because it's just so healthy, um, especially eating them live. Um, you don't want to cook them because that really just, it, it kills them and um, it removes a lot of the nutrients. So you'll just want to eat them live, uh, just pop them right in, just um, pretend like it's a stick of gum and just swallow it straight down wow. without chewing it. Oh, man. And that was like, I, I was trying to remember the, the Cinco de Mayo connection with the grasshoppers. I think that was just, there are things that are in, in Mexico, basically. Yeah, yeah. I think I think some varieties of grasshopper do live in Mexico. So that's, that's nice. the real connection there. Perfect. Man, talk about cultural relevance. I love it. Sky, thank you so much. Um, I, I love getting these healthy recipes and stuff. And I think uh, this is going to just make Cinco de Mayo so much more meaningful for so many people this year. Wonderful. That's, that's what we're all about here. All right. Man, felt good to be down at the wellness well. Um, I feel my skin moisturized just by, by being there in my mental state at the wellness well that was that was amazing yeah as always i mean it's just so good to know that there's that there are different ways of celebrating different holidays and and whether that's with grasshoppers or ants or whatever you want to choose it's it's a great way to do it well i think ants would be a little culturally insensitive james to uh to eat on cinco de mayo but I'll let that slide. Um, just you being you. All right. So thanks, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, for being here on this episode where we talked about your burning questions, took a little trip to the wellness well, and now I'm saying goodbye. But before I say goodbye, I want James to tell you how to connect with us on social media. Social media is, in fact, the best way to get in touch with us. You're going to look for at Brad Johnson Show on most platforms, including Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're also on Facebook, uh, believe it or not. And that's a great way to get in touch with us. We also have our email address, 
bradjohnsonshow at gmail.com. Check out the course. It'll be in the show notes below, and you won't regret it a bit at all. Guaranteed. Ever. No, and that is that is a Brad Johnson guarantee. And that is right a James there. Kirkland And it guarantee. doesn't get any better than there. Well, that doesn't really. Anyway, all right. Thanks, guys, so much for listening. Remember to just tell somebody about the show. Uh, we are nearing the end of season three, which is, you know, a big milestone. Almost 150 episodes of awesomeness on The Brad Johnson Show. And we want more people to hear it. Do you want more people to hear it? I know you do. So all you have to do is tell them about The Brad Johnson Show. Uh, better yet, just go subscribe them. They will thank you for it later. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Ciao. You've just listened to an episode of awesomeness. Now go out and spread the awesomeness and help others fix the mess that is their life and help them stop being a loser and start winning in business, health, and their personal life by getting them to listen to The Brad Johnson Show. Book your face, tweet your tweets, and Instagrams at Brad Johnson Show. The Brad Johnson Show. Winners only. When I was in school, I absolutely hated writing. It wasn't until I was a bit older that I came to understand the power of words. If you're a business owner, you understand that power too. A business blog, when done right, can drive sales, increase revenue, and get you more customers. But as a business owner, you probably don't have the time to do all that writing. Plus, if you're not a copywriter by trade, you might feel like you're just kind of throwing words out there and they're not actually accomplishing anything. The good news is, there's a simple solution. Check it out. I call it the ultimate blog post checklist for businesses with online stores. This checklist will allow you to write better, more effective articles that convert readers into buyers. It's full of easy-to-follow examples to get your creativity flowing based on experience of nearly a million words written, and best of all, it's effective on any type of article in any industry or niche. I've successfully used this exact checklist on topics from pool table reviews to investment advice. Tired of spending tons of time writing stuff that doesn't convert? This checklist will change that by giving you highly effective blog posts and articles that transform readers into paying customers. Go to invicta.enterprises slash free checklist and start saving time and transforming your writing now. That's invicta.enterprises slash free checklist.